Welcome to the Sippy Girls podcast. Sippy Girls is about the adventures of outdoor sorority sisters. Encouraging women in Mississippi to push their limits. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Ivana Williams on Sippy Girls Podcast, and we are joined by Mississippi Meemaw, and I'll let her introduce herself in a little a bit about herself. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. Come on, Meemaw, and let's do a podcast. <laughs> um, So, I'm a Meemaw and Mama, and I love to cook, and I love to show people the good side of Mississippi because everybody hears enough about the bad. So, that's that's my, my but, main thing. Okay. So, now, how did you hear about Sippy Girls? Um, I had a fan that turned into a friend, mm-hmm. and she was telling me about it. And uh, So, she asked you put, to... Put us in touch. Right. So, she yeah. asked you if you wanted to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, I feel very fortunate that you came on here because of the amount of following you have. You know, I've looked at your page a little bit, and I just, I'm very... Uh, intrigued by how you got there and uh you know sippy girls is trying to expand and grow and you know any advice that you can give us we would really appreciate but i I just have all tons of questions for you so first off when did you become mississippi meemaw in may of last year 2022 um i posted my first tiktok I didn't show my face or nothing. I didn't even know where I was going with it. I said uh, I hadn't watched enough videos, but I I thought, well, I'm going to make one, but I'm not going to show my face because I didn't want anybody to laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> laugh with me, not at me. But um, I did one of the Dollar Holler in Paris. Okay. And that's where you got the Dollar General, the Dollar Tree, and the Family Dollar all next to each other. And they call it the Dollar Holler because it's in front of the railroad tracks, and it's just kind of like under a bridge. It's in a holler. Uh-huh. And they call it the Dollar Holler. <laughs> and if you say the Dollar Holler, everybody knows where you're talking about. And um, that very first video went viral. I had a little, um, like people say, I had a slip of the tongue. And I um, I was going to call it a, ge- a geographical oddity, like off of Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah. And um, and what did you say? It's okay. Gynecological. Oh, (laughs) I had I had had just been out of surgery. Okay. Um, not too long before for I was having a lot of issues. Yeah. Are you okay now? I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. So you had a uh, mishap Mm -hmm. on the video, but you decided to post it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, how many views did that get you? A lot. I think. The last time I checked, and I ain't checked it in a while, I want to say it's been played like over 900,000 times, I think. Now, I may be wrong. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it's got you to where you're at. So now that you've kind of, uh, you know, started your first TikTok video, and now you have Facebook, so what is your primary content that you actually post on your social media? So I try to post a lot of encouraging stuff, um, I know everybody seems to be having a hard time right now. Not seem to be, they are. I mean, with the economy the way it is. So I I try to be positive, like I said, in a world full of negativity. And um, a lot on my TikTok, I've kind of slacked off TikTok just a little bit just because their algorithm is so funny. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to go viral and what you think would go viral won't go viral and what you think, you know, vice versa. Yeah. Just like one of me and my husband eating at Hardee's went viral and I didn't think that one was going to yeah. go anywhere so um I do I do try to um focus on if I go to a town I try to find downtown and I'll do a video on the town then I'll go back and do a voiceover after I research a little bit on the town try to show people different Mississippi towns different parts of the state I do cook a little bit what do you cook um whatever uh, chicken and dumplings, Are you toma- a good tomato cook? gravy. My husband says I am. <laughs> so as long as he thinks I am and my kids, yeah. I'll pat myself on the back. So how many kids do you have? Four. You have four. How old are they? My youngest is 14. 
Okay. And then 22, 24, and 26. All right. And so you're a meemaw. I am. All right. Uh, how how many grandchildren do you have I and have, how old? I have four. And okay. they range from my oldest to be five in January. And then they trickle on down to like two, three months old. Okay. So did they start calling you meemaw or did you just come up with that name? My daughter that's 24, she had the first grandbaby. She's the one that'll be five in a couple months. And uh, she let me pick my my grandma name. She's uh, like, What do you want what do you want to be called? And I did not nobody wants to be called grandma. Yeah. Or or granny or or mama. Everybody's like Gigi and Nana and yeah. Fifi. No, I'm picking about the Fifi, <laughs> but I mean I don't like that's not me. Yeah. So you actually, you picked Meemaw, and so the grandkids call you, I mean, the ones that talk right now, they call you Meemaw. Yeah. I'm assuming. So a funny story, my dad, I had my my oldest son, he is 14, and my dad, whenever my oldest son was born, he's like, oh, I want to be called Grandpa K, because that's what his dad was called. And I was like, okay. So whenever Brody, which is my oldest, decided, you know, started talking and all that, he called him Pawpaw, because he couldn't say Papaw. Oh. And uh, it just stuck, and my dad loves it, and he won't take anything else now. Now he loves to be called Papaw. Oh. So, um, and my dad's from New Jersey, so he's not from here. So the, the Papaw, the southern name, was mm-hmm. not something that he wanted, but now he, he adores it. And I just, I think that's funny. But a lot, I always ask people, you know, what did they want to be called versus what actually happened. But uh, I love the Meemaw, and I love the Mississippi Meemaw. So, what do you plan on doing now that you have a large platform uh, to talk about different, you know, areas of Mississippi or whatever you have interest in? What do you plan on doing with that platform? Well, I'm still going to be doing what I want, what I've been doing. But what I would love to do is, is um, my youngest daughter, she's 14, and she has POTS. Now, now what is POTS? It is postural tachycardia, um, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Okay. And uh, only a small percentage of patients with POTS actually lose consciousness. And she is one of the very few in the, that, that actually loses consciousness. So um, what it is is when she goes from a standing, I mean from a sitting to a standing position, her heart rate increases significantly. And she used to just lose her vision and her sight. And then she started passing out, like really passing out. So I had to pull her out of school. And um, we have to come up here to Blair Batson. And, yeah. Um, How far of a drive is that? A couple hours. Yeah. How many days a week do you have to do that? Oh, it's just um, they moved us down to once a year. But okay. she, uh, because she, we had already saw the cardiologist for the year. And um, he said, you know, I'm a, you know, when you, you don't need to see us every three months. You can see us once a year, and then right after that's when she started passing out. So they sent us a halter monitor in the mail. But she also has this rare condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Okay. And what that is, is it's basically where your body produces too much collagen. So you're, like, very stretchy and bendy, and you can do all the funny, fun party moves. And yeah. Turn yourself into a pretzel. But on the downside of that, your skin's like velvet, and the halter monitor wouldn't stick to her. Oh. It kept coming off. So, because of her skin. I mean, looking at her, she's a normal, blonde, mm-hmm. beautiful 14-year-old. That I, But I just had to pull her out of school because she was missing too much school because of the pot. So, Kate Reeves, if you're listening to this, <laughs> call me. Um, I, I want to bring awareness to POTS okay. because a lot of people, when I tell them that my child has POTS, they're like, POTS? Like POTS and pans? POTS? Like the devil's lettuce? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so anyway, I have, to, I have to explain what it is. Right. And then the crazy thing about it is we've been fighting this since she was eight. She's 14, so almost half her life. And she was diagnosed with anxiety. Yeah. They told me she was having panic attacks. They sent they sent her to a psychiatrist to figure out why she was having anxiety at eight years old. Yeah. 
And the tunnel vision that she was having was because was the pot. Yeah. Okay. So what do you plan on doing? Do you uh, want to start, you know, a nonprofit? Do you want to just do start doing walks? You know, like most uh, nonprofits do to try to spread awareness and stuff. What is your plan? I would absolutely love to start a nonprofit, and I would love to organize walks and runs and 5Ks. And my oldest daughter actually participates in every 5K event around that she can find. So she's okay. a runner. She was in the Air Force and ever okay. since um that So does she still live in Mississippi? Do all the Oh all yeah. She she's back home. But um uh you know, she might have left the Air Force but the PT never left her. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she still runs every day. I'm proud of her. Oh that's great. I mean it's uh I I don't run every day. I've been in sports my entire life. I never went to the military. My closest thing to the military was joining the police academy and then going to the state academy. But um, I still love to work out. It's just a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. So I definitely can understand that uh, aspect about her. But I'm going to change the subject just a little bit. But, you know, I just, you are a meemaw, uh, but you look incredible. And, you know, you said how old your Aww. kids are. Um, I just, you look my age, uh, you know. So I just, I, I think it's uh, great. Whatever you're doing, obviously, is working. I don't know if you have a skincare routine or if you put that out on your social media. Maybe that's something you can you can put out too. I, d- I don't know. But uh, I know all the other stuff that you uh, have going on is probably plenty of activity, you know, alone. So what is uh, something that you do plan on putting out for uh, the holidays? Or are you going anywhere for the holidays? Are you getting, What is your next post? So my, my next thing that I'm doing, uh, well... We got Thanksgiving coming up this week, so I'm going to see my sisters in Louisiana. They live in a small town in Prairie Cajun Country, um, out there where it's nothing but flat fields and crawfish ponds. And uh, and then I'm coming back for my own family Thanksgiving, and then I might go to a, somebody in my my husband's family for. So I'm, I'm thinking three Thanksgivings this week. I'm gonna be tired. But mm-hmm. as far as the Christmas holiday season, um, I'm supposed to be at the Lucky Rabbit in Hattiesburg on December the 2nd to do a meet and greet. Okay. They yeah. contacted me. I was like, oh, my gosh, the Lucky Rabbit. So that when that's going to be when? It's December the 2nd. Okay, December the 2nd. What time? Uh, well, that's to be decided. Okay. The event's from 9 to 2, but they're going to do like a two-hour time slot. Okay. So we both just have to agree on a time. I don't I don't know yet. Is that your first meet and greet or have uh-huh. you done? It is. It is. Okay. But it's not going to be my first because somebody asked me to do one last night. Yeah. <laughs> or not before. Um, There's a restaurant in Purvis. Where, that's where the dollar hollers at. Yeah. And um, they... um should have done a hashtag dollar holler. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. And... um. Uh, one of the servers there, uh, Miss Sissy, she asked me if uh, if I was going to come to their little, they have a, um, a women's only gift exchange. You bring a covered dish and a $10 wrap present, and then they do a little present swap. And I just, um, she asked me if I would come to that. And if there was anything I could do, would I do a skit or something like that? And I was like, well, I don't really do skits. Um, I could do a devotional. But I don't, you know, a very short one. I know it's a Christmas party, and um, I don't know. I might just read Psalm 91 and give away a crock pot because that's, that's what I had planned on doing. I wanted to give back yeah. because most of the people of Purvis have been so supportive and um, of me, and um, it's, cra- it's still crazy to go in a store, and I forget that I'm Mimo. I don't forget that I'm Meemaw, but yeah. I forget that I'm Missy Meemaw. So does everybody call you that? Do they say, hey, Meemaw? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. And um, I'll get I'll get recognized. And uh, sometimes I don't, um, I won't be, it, it'll be when I least expect it. Like yeah. I was in Lowe's looking at paint samples one day, and I heard somebody behind me go. I was concentrating, too. I was you know, I got a, I, I was painting this dress or chalk paint, 
and I had to get this perfect color, and I was looking, and I heard, hey, are you that lady from TikTok <laughs> behind me? And I was like, oh, hey. And then, um, you know, I didn't want to be, you know, ungrateful because I'm grateful every time somebody comes yeah. up and talk to me, talks to me. And a lot of times I can go to Walmart and then I can come back and check TikTok later or something. Or some, somebody will say, I saw you on Walmart, but I was too scared to say anything to you. So I'm like, no, talk to me. Yeah. So th- that will be your first bigger event with the Lost Rabbit. The lucky rabbit. The lucky rabbit. Mm-hmm. Lucky rabbit. Um, we have a lost rabbit here in Madison, don't we? Yeah. So uh, that's your first big event. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming you're pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, are you planning on doing any more events, or is that something that you want to do down the road? I would like to do more events. I don't know who would have me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're a pretty uh, popular person. And uh, like I said, I was very intrigued that you said you would come on the show and honored that you you did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's great. And you said that this is your first podcast. It is. Okay. Well, did- I, I did my testimony on a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I don't, as far as being me, I want a podcast. Okay. So what's your testimony? It was just the way I grew up. Well, I mean, I just don't want you to start crying. <laughs> it, it, I had, a, I had a rough childhood. Okay, I know a lot of us did. Yeah, you don't have to say anything if you don't want yeah. to. If you don't decide, I, you don't want to say anything. Yeah, just, you know, pass. Next question, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um. So if you do want to say it, then uh, I would love to hear it. But that's up to you. I just um, I'll 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 do the abridged version. Okay. Um, I, um, I was born to a a single mother and, um, I didn't know who my dad was until I was like 15 years old. And, um, so, you know, when you grow up and you don't know who your other parent is, you always feel like a party is missing. It's hard to explain to somebody that has both parents. My husband grew up with both his parents. His parents are still together. Um, they've been married a long time, and he can't con- he can't like wrap his brain around how that would feel, so it's hard to explain it to somebody. And um, so um, you know, um, it's fine. It was just tough. It was yeah. a, it was a really tough childhood. Um, not just without my dad. It was um other things too. Yeah, and uh. Well, that's something that you can look back on and, right, you know, and be able to, you know, have experience from, you know, unfortunately, it's not what children need to go through and young adults need to go through, but it's something that you can pass on to other people as far as your experience and how you dealt with it and how you can help other people. Right. And, and, I, and I don't want to harp on it and I don't want to sound like the victim or anything because we all have, you know, <clears throat> things we go through. Yeah. And... Um, I just, uh, I just, you know, didn't have a great childhood, and I, I wish it had been better. It made me the person that I am, and um, maybe, you know, maybe you can help can, other people right. down the road. That's 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 all. Cause yeah. you can't go back and change the past. So, well, I love your accent. Um, so, do a lot of people on TikTok and Facebook? Do they ask you about your accent? Is it real or you know? And I. I'm not saying me asking you is it real. I'm I'm from the South. I know it's real. But do other people from across the country, because I'm assuming you have fans from all over, do they ever send you messages asking if it's real or if it's made up or, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. My accent has been the biggest thing. And um, I get a lot of comments on my accent, especially if a video goes viral. Most people will say either her accent's not real, she's putting it on, um, or please don't judge all of Mississippi by her accent. Now, that is the one that gets me the most. Okay. Because I didn't, I thought this was 2023, and I didn't know that accent equals intelligence. Right. Because I graduated from college. Yeah. And that idea is so antiquated. I'm, I'm just so over, I'm just so over the accent equals intelligence yeah. thing. It's just. 
I don't <laughs> think that everybody, I don't think that everybody that has an Australian accent yeah. owns a kangaroo. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it just, it just, it's ridiculous at this point. And I've been called a hillbilly. And hillbillies, technically. From the mountains. From the mountains. Yeah. You know. From like Kentucky area. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't even, I mean, <clears throat> that's kind of derogatory to me. Oh, even, yeah. even calling somebody a hillbilly. Um, yeah. I mean. So what do you do? Do you, do you comment back on what they say? Do you ignore it? Like, how do you deal with people, naysayers? How do you deal with people that want to be negative towards you? Um. Most of the time, I'll just make a comment that's like, if you don't think that um, I talk like this, fine. I always say there's four Mississippis. There's the Delta. There's the Jackson area. There's the Pine Belt. And then there's the coast. Mm-hmm. So, like. Um, and the coast people sound like they're from the north. Yeah. You know, like the New Jersey, New York. So yeah. My stepson lives in Bay St. Louis. And, like, he don't say bones. He says bone, bone. I can't even do it. Bones? Bones. Like, or, or hand me my phone. I'm like. <laughs> How do you say phone? Phone. Okay. Now we need to do some comparison, dude. <laughs> and what's so crazy? Okay. But another thing that. Okay. Fire. Okay. But I say flyer. You say flyer? Flyer. Like, if I'm cooking with flyer. Flower, okay. Flower is just too much to say. It's like oil, <laughs> you know. And I, it was so crazy. My fourteen-year-old, uh, we were watching Walk the Line yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Reese Witherspoon was singing Wildwood Flower, and she said, "That's that's the very last word of that song." And she said, "Flower," but um. It's just crazy. <laughs> so we could do like an accent, yeah. the Mississippi accent challenge here, you yeah. know. Well, for me, I have a lot of people ask me if I'm from up north. I think I sound like I'm from the south. But because my dad, you know, he's from New Jersey. So I actually grew up saying New Jersey, New York. I had to go to the speech classes to like fix that. But up there, that would have been normal, you know. Mm-hmm. They, But down here, they're like, you're. You're not speaking correctly. You're saying New Jersey. Like, but up there, they said it all the time. My dad, so he always says, you guys. Mm-hmm. He does not say hey. He does not say y'all. I still sometimes have a hard time saying y'all. So I'll say you guys. And that means male, female. But that's just what I do. I say, hey, you guys. So I mix the south with the with yeah. the north a little bit. But I um I say window, canton, uh I get made fun of because I say Canton at Clinton. But a lot of people are like, well, what is Canton? You mean Canton? Canton. That's how I say it, Canton. Yeah. I, I Clinton. Was, I say Clinton, Canton. What was the other one? There's another one with a O-N at the end, but I can't think of it. But I get made fun of for that. So, And I'm from Mississippi. I always have been. Grew up in Pearl, live in Brandon. So it's, uh, I don't know, Does it, do I sound... Like I'm from the south, or do I sound different? No, I hear I hear a little southern in you, right, good. But, I, but I wouldn't think like like Grew deep up. woods, Mississippi. Yeah, and you know it's funny because if I hang around somebody for whatever reason, I pick up certain mannerisms of them. So mm-hmm. you can see who I hang out with based on how I'm talking or how I'm walking or whatever it is, because I pick up on those because I'm very I hone in on a lot of detail, and so I just, if I have been around them for a week, I'm going to pick it up, so I just left New York, and so my aunt and uncle, you know, they're very uh, New Yorkers, and so they say, you guys, and uh, you know, you know, they'd say that all the time, they do the hand motions, and so whenever yeah. I came down back south, I noticed that I kept doing the same thing, so I, I just, anywhere I go, I'm going to pick it up, if I'm there a week or you know, maybe a little bit more. But, um, so how do you say window? Window. Okay. But, I mean, I have been caught saying winder. <laughs> but, I mean, it's been a while since I said winder. And I'll catch myself I, um, saying pillar. Um, Wait, what for, is? For pillow. Okay. Um, it just depends. Um, I was mainly 
raised by my grandparents. And when I was with my mom, I wanted to be with my grandparents. And right. So I was with them every chance I could, I could get, you know. And um, so with having such a small family, like I literally have, it's me, my mom, and my sister. My sister by my mom. I have three other sisters by my dad that I found out that I had when I was an adult. But um, I have, like, my family is so little. So I, all the older people that I was raised by have passed. And But I I, may, I was mainly around older people. and So it, they say a lot of, uh, you know, different things that you would pick up more on an yeah. you know, older crowd. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I love the accent, and I'm sure that's also what, you know, helps you succeed, I would think, on with your followers. Because, you know, it's just not something you hear all the time. You know, even on podcasts all over the country, usually they seem to have a same type of voice. Yeah. It's never anything unusual because I think, like you said, a lot of people think the unusual is bad. And I think the unusual is unique. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like people or at least nowadays, are seeking out unique because they're tired of the same old thing. And I really feel like your accent is something that you should be proud of and um, use it as much as you can. Yeah. I don't I don't really feel like I have an accent <laughs> until, I, <laughs> until I listen to myself after I play it back. Yeah. Do, and you, do you play it back? Do you play the videos back, or do you just like, oh, I'll just let it play? Just let um, it go. I'll watch it. Just to say that I watched it, but then I won't watch it again. Yeah. But then I'll be sitting in the living room, my husband will be on TikTok, and he'll come across one of my videos, and I'll be like, oh, just swipe. Just don't <laughs> listen to that. Just swipe. <laughs> I like the swipe. Swipe. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, I don't want to sit there and listen to myself talking. You don't want to listen to me talking either. You hear me enough. So, anyway. Look, I I don't like hearing my voice either, and I've told people this before when they've come on, and Danny's heard it a few times, but I don't like hearing myself in the radio. So if I can hear myself in the radio, you know, whenever I'm working Mm -hmm. at radio, um, I try to change my voice to to make it sound deeper because I don't want to seem like some little girl and, you know, like, Oh, she can't take care of herself because she sounds like a twelve-year-old girl. So I would try to make it deeper and more authoritative. Yeah, the authoritative uh, voice. And I do the same thing on traffic stops. And I actually asked a, a coworker of mine because he really has a lighter voice. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say who it is because he's gonna get on to me. But I was like, he tried to mimic one of his stops, right? Because we were trying to help each other, like how to stay safe and all that and Mm -hmm. he did change his voice i was like okay batman do you do this all the time whenever you're (laughs) whenever you're on a traffic stop he's like oh yeah i sound like a little kid i i change my voice to batman whenever i'm on traffic stop i was like okay good to know i'm glad i'm not the only one so i think a lot of people seem to have issues with uh they're their own worst critic and you know especially when it comes to voices or how they look and i know for me i don't like to rewatch anything I do like you said like I'll watch it make sure I didn't slip up too much right but then I'll just like let it play out and then uh, you know everybody else if they like it they like it they don't they don't right but um I haven't got a chance to see all of your social media and stuff and you said you had a hundred and how many followers 107 on Facebook right now 107 and then 79k on tiktok okay and so and you just put up random stuff i do just whatever pops in my head and what is normally what normally pops in your head like what what's something that i don't know you see see i'm left-handed so i'm supposed to be creative but i'm not creative okay i mean i can cook i can crochet i read books in my i I read can y'all i'm from mississippi and i can read (laughs) y'all Me, anyway, I read. That's my that's that's my hobby, is reading. And my my biggest book that I've read was the Unabridged, The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, hands down in my favorite top five books of all time. And what is that about? Have you ever seen the movie? No. 
You gotta watch What's it. What's the uh, now say it again? The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, what is it? Um, do you it know about? Jim Caviezel that played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ? Yes. Okay, he plays the Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. Um basically a man is wrongly imprisoned and um is he able to get out? Um it, of course it's set back in like seventeen hundreds. Right. So, um, France. So is he able to get out and seek revenge against the people that wrongly imprisoned him or you know, does the story end in prison? So is it a I mean, is it a true story? No. Based on a true story? No. Okay. So I usually I like to read as well. Um I actually have a master's degree in Homeland Security. I have a bachelor's in business and a master's in Homeland Security. And uh, my choice of books would be about history of Mississippi. So anything pertaining to Mississippi, I love. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Just because it's something, it's like I'm in a time capsule that I can go back and walk the streets of you know, whatever I read in that book. Yeah. And, or go, I love (coughs) Antebellum Homes because I Mm -hmm. feel like you know, just touching that column, looking out over the the field or the pasture or whatever's there now, I feel I like I, I start thinking about what it was like, you know, 100 years ago. Right. And I do the same thing. Yeah, it's, I love Crazy. it. So I love history books um, just because my life in general is, it's got enough, you know, drama in it with work and everything like that. So uh, anything that I can get more historical and kind of like ground, make me, it makes me feel grounded, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's my my book of choice. But I was curious, you said you have a, a degree. What is your degree in? It's in dental assistant. Okay. So you, is that what you do full time or did full time or? Yeah, it's what I did full time. I'm par- I'm just part time right now. Okay. Um. Do you want to try to get back in it full time? Are you you done with that? Or I've been doing it for twenty years, uh, yeah. and now there's stuff Ajax won't wash off. Yeah, and I just don't want to be in somebody's mouth. Yeah, all day long. It's just got really old. I love dentistry. I love the science and the anatomy and the all that part of dentistry, but um, it does get really old. You know, and and anytime somebody's sick. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, you run wait. a higher risk of, you know, catching it. So you don't have. There's no like policy that if they're they've been sick for a certain amount of time or you know whatever they don't need to come in. Yeah, there is, but they don't always tell you because if they've got a tooth that's bothering them. Oh yeah, that's you true. You know they they want it. Yeah. Out because it hurts or. Whatever, and you know, most of the time you can't even take a tooth out that's hurting. You have to treat it with antibiotics first. Right. So you're done with that, but now you start, like I said, started the whole uh, following. You've mm-hmm. been very successful with that, and you're now starting to do a couple of uh, meet and greets. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Do you guys, do you and your husband travel everywhere you go? Do you guys try to do TikToks and Facebook stuff together, or you you just, whatever's on your mind, if he's there, he, he gets involved. My husband is my best friend. So, if I go somewhere, he's going to take me. Um, okay. He said that, <laughs> um, he he gets aggravated with me because, like, if I walk out of Walmart, I'm looking at my phone. And he's like, put your phone up and pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. Oh, I got to agree with him there. He's like. You got to stop doing that. And um, I I just like today, you know, we two-hour drive here, and that's okay. But um, I told him, I was like, if you don't feel like going, I can take myself. Yeah. He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, it's not, it's not that I don't trust you. It's other people, and you don't pay attention. And Yeah, so he's there to protect yeah, you. Yeah, he's a big protector. Okay. Well, that's good, though. I mean, that way you guys get to enjoy each other's company and, mm-hmm. you know, experience life together instead of uh, one go off and do their business and their life and the other's somewhere else. So, I mean, yeah. that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, we do everything together. Do you guys have hobbies or interests? What do you like to do, like, for fun? Well, for fun, um, 
I don't know what I like to do for fun. I, I like family game night Okay. with my kids. That's always fun. So what do you guys do on family game night? Um, we, we do Monopoly or Uno or Clue. Um, everybody's bought new games, but we haven't gotten together to get a chance to play it because everybody's kind of been sick over the last few weeks. Okay. Um, so do you, is it a big gathering for Thanksgiving? I mean, we have Thanksgiving coming up this week. So is it everybody around the kitchen table? Do you guys, I mean, you said you already had to go a couple different places, but what is your best experience with Thanksgiving? Well, like I said, I have a small family. So it, it'll, it'll be just be, you know, my, me, my sister, and um, on Thanksgiving, and, and my kids. And my daughter wanted to have it at her house this year. Yeah, so, how do you feel about that? That's that's, that's okay. Fine? Yeah. Okay. Um and everybody's bringing stuff. Um I'm actually making chicken and dumplings, sweet potato casserole. I'm trying out Mississippi Queen's bread pudding recipe. She's a TikToker. Okay. And, Mississippi uh, Queen's. Mm-hmm. It's spelled with Kate with a K W. So what does she do? She cooks. Okay, we might have to you got a connection, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay. and she, she sells cook, uh, her recipes, she sells the cookbooks. Okay. And uh, she's got a whole lot more fo- more followers than I do. She's from Bay St. Louis, okay. so she talks a lot different than I do. Uh, well, we definitely have to have her on the show. <laughs> so a lot of people think Sippy Girls is about hunting and fishing, which it is, mm-hmm. but it's mainly about just adventure and what women across Mississippi are doing. You know, a business owner, somebody who has become – the president of a, you know, a nonprofit or, you know, you're starting, you want to start up a nonprofit, but you're also just Mississippi Meemaw. Something very interesting about Mississippi. And so that's kind of where the concept mm-hmm. is, is just to showcase Mississippi and especially Mississippi women, because not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of avenues for women to succeed in Mississippi. And it's very rare to see a whole lot of them. Right. And I just want to showcase the ones who, have succeeded and maybe help other ones along the way that are trying to succeed, you know, as they get older and, you know, further and further in their career. So that's why, I mean, I, I love that you're on here. It's something different. I love your accent. So uh, definitely, you know, pursue your accent. Don't ever hide it because that what's, that's what makes you unique in you. But, uh, I mean, I'm so glad that you uh, were talking about the Thanksgiving. I know that whenever... I was growing up, we always went to my mammal's house. Mm-hmm. That's what we called hers, mammal, mammal and papal. And um, it was my my family. I have two older brothers, a younger brother, younger sister. So there's five of us. And then my mom's sister from Kentucky. So I, I was saying, you know, that's more a hillbilly, like yeah. you said. So they're from Louisville. And uh, it's a big city. I would not call them hillbilly. <laughs> By any means, but they uh, they would always come down to Mississippi, and then every once in a while, my aunt and uncle from um, Vermont would come down. But it was always a big gathering and stuff like that. But you have a big gathering, you know. You were saying that it's your mom and your sister, but you've got four kids, and you got you said four grandbabies. Mm-hmm. So you're you're building your own legacy and your own uh, large family, and uh, so. I know you've mentioned that you're just a small family, but you really have a large surrounding. And, you know, with your amount of following, I know that you don't really consider them, you know, family or anything, but I don't think you have realized how successful you are and how um, you're growing a huge network and growing a family that you don't even realize. Because, you know, just me having a business, most of the people that I have never met before are my biggest like fans biggest customers and I'm sure you get that from the amount of following you have that they want to see you succeed they want they're happy for you they hurt for you whenever you're hurting and I know there'll never be like blood family or anything but you have a large family and you have a lot of people that care about you and I'm sure you're gonna have even more and just, you know, don't be surprised by that. And I definitely agree with your husband. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Because <laughs> not everybody's your friend. But right. uh, I think you have a lot more family than you think you do. And um, I'm just I'm just happy to have you here. Oh, you, you know? don't make me cry. No. Because no. 
I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, I've I've taken to Facebook not to necessarily post my problems or get sympathy, right. just to have somebody to talk to. Because if I had posted the same thing on my private Facebook, it would have been crickets. Right. Because while I have gotten a lot of um, uh, a, a big following from strangers, right, um, it's like the people that 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 know me that don't really like know me know me because I have a very small circle. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Yeah, and and I, and I and I do stay to myself. You know, you might catch me in the local supermarket. I said supermarket, I didn't say Ramey's, but you might catch me in there, or you might catch me in Walmart, but I'm not a very big um, shopper. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see me out and about a lot, but um, a lot of people in my own hometown are like, and I'm going to use this quote from Marilyn Monroe. She said, people will say, who does she think she is, Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. And I feel this, like, I I feel that, because I feel like, People are like, who does she think she is, Mississippi Meemaw? Yeah. Like, but but literally on the on the inside, I I don't think that I'm better than anybody else. Because I have a hundred and seven thousand people following me. It's just like I'm trying I'm doing this for this this I mean, the state of Mississippi. We we get such a negative mm-hmm. Rap, you know, and I'm I'm just trying to be the positive. Um, anybody can find the dirt on somebody. Be the one that finds the gold. Yeah, I like it. Are we, I'm gonna use that. That's yeah. definitely awesome. So, um, but no, I mean, I think what you're doing is is great. Uh, and I, I don't think you even realize how impactful you can be with this platform you have gained, and the. The, the spirit, the the heart you have is not, look at me, you know, right. I want all the attention. It's, I don't know why I'm doing this, but there's something telling me to keep doing it. Right. And so I feel that about you. And I mean, just your, your personality, your, I guess your character, your soul. I could see that you're doing it because you feel led to do it. Right. And I almost gave up a couple weeks ago. I was Why like, is that? I don't know. I was just like, what, where is this going? Why am I doing this? And I, I, I kind of got discouraged. Um, I don't really remember what happened. Maybe somebody said something really mean. Um, I have gotten a few mean messages. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And they're from complete strangers or either yeah. they're from people that maybe. And, you know, what is the I, comment that people say? Uh, a... Total stranger will be your biggest supporter quicker than your closest friend will ever be a customer. Mm, right. You know? So it's just uh, the people who've always been there, they're going to, honestly, they, they could care. They will never buy anything from you. They'll never do anything. Uh, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I know that person, but that's about it. But the right. ones who just meet you. You know, on social media, whatever it is, you mm-hmm. came across a certain way, and they hit that follow button. And uh, I say, just keep doing what you're doing. And Danny always tries to encourage me whenever I'm having a bad day. And uh, what is your, you know, your saying about haters? You know, I can't say. You it can't now. say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just says, uh, keep pushing forward, and you know, don't listen to the naysayers because they're not going to help you. Yeah. You know, if you keep your eye on the target or forward, you're never going to worry what's behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had uh, I saw a quote or a meme or something like that. It said, there's a reason why your front window is larger than your rear view mirror. Because you need to focus more on the front than on the back. Oh, wow. That's I was like, oh, profound. That's pretty good. So uh, That's good. Hater's going to hate. Potato's going to potate. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I do I do try to throw a little humor in there sometimes. And yeah. people are like, How are you so funny? And I'm like, I don't think I'm funny. But um I'm like childhood trauma. Cause, uh, <laughs> that I, I did have a boss that asked me that before. Where where do you come up with this stuff from? Because um the stuff that doesn't get recorded yeah. doesn't make it on air. Like if somebody just recorded me sitting around talking <laughs> 
But um, anyway, it's you. You gotta laugh at yourself, and you you gotta you can't you know you can't just be down in the dumps all the time. So yeah, try to lift others up because I've been in the dumps before. Yeah. Well, I don't. Here's the deal. Here's happy people don't talk negatively about other people. So right. why let anyone affect anything that? that happens in your life. For me, if somebody's talking negatively about me, my first thought is, man, I really feel bad for that person because they're going through something really hard. Otherwise, there's no reason, there's no way that anyone that's happy would talk negatively about someone. So I just approach negativity and and, and haters as, man, I feel, I feel really, I feel bad for you that you're in a bad spot. And we're all human. We all have bad days. Maybe you're just having a bad day. Right, because I mean, for instance, I wouldn't, I would never get on TikTok on somebody from New York, and and <laughs> say, uh, "Did you find your khakis?" Talking about their car keys, yeah, okay. like I might or be like, "Oh my gosh, what am I like?" Yeah, I just, it's uh, what it, what um, unhappy people, no, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, right. People, yeah. So it, that's all it is. I've just never, I've never thought about getting on TikTok and hearing somebody else's accent and saying something negative about it. Like, um, I like, like, like you, I love history. Yeah. Mississippi history, world history. And, um, I also love doing genealogy. And, um, okay. so, um, between my, my mom and my dad, the majority of my ancestry is, um, from Scotland. So, I mean, I love the way they talk. Yeah. And um and then I our, could see it now with you know the curly hair and you got a little red in it. And then our yeah. Ireland and um so uh you're doing pretty good. I and my husband was so funny is I don't know if you've ever watched the show Outlander. I don't think uh uh-uh. uh. Uh yeah, wait, with that blonde-headed the right? The, the little short blonde-headed girl from Okay, never mind. I'm bad at movie names. I'm bad at names and movie names. Oh, that's okay. It's a, it's a series. It's okay. it's, it's nope. called Outlander. It's really good. It's about a lady from the 40s. She falls. She touches a stone and accidentally falls back through time. Okay. In Scotland. And All I don't right. want to tell you the rest of it. I don't want to ruin it for you. But if you decide to watch it. But it's a really good show. Somebody had told me, you know. I was doing my genealogy, and I was interested in Scotland. They were like, you should watch this show. It's really good. Well, I mean, I, so he likes the show, your husband? He does, and we both did ancestry. My ancestry, you know, it's over 50% Scottish. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his is, um, <laughs> he's one of the King's boys because he he has, like, 79% English. Yeah. So he's at Ed Colt. Yeah, <laughs> and I pick on that. I'll pick on him about that all the time. If you watch Outlander, um, the the Scottish guy on there, Jamie, his his nickname for his English um wife is Sassanot, and that is a um an S English slang for um someone that is not a Highlander, an English person. I'm yeah. sorry, it's yeah Scottish slang. For um somebody that's English, okay, and um so I call him my Sassanot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're just silly. Um, I I'm actually from. I just found out that because I always thought I was from Bulgaria, like my heritage and stuff like that. So while I was in New York, I was talking to my uncle, and he was saying he's like, no, we're actually from Austria and Russia, and um you know my first name Ivana, and then my maiden name is Kenengeiser. Yeah. Oh wow! I've never yeah. even heard that before. Yeah, so I grew up here in Pearl, Mississippi, and uh, my name was Ivana Kenningeiser. And I have to every year people would be like, "Ivana? No, this is uh, you got to think a little bit northern. It's Ivana." And then they definitely couldn't pronounce the last name. So if I even heard a K name, I was like, "That's me, Kenningeiser." And um, but I'm actually Hebrew, uh, so I'm half Jewish. My dad grew up. Going to, you know, where you know we're in the, uh, and I can't even think of the words right now. I don't. 
you know, practicing the Sabbath and going to the uh, temple and, you know. Like Shabbat and all that. Um, Like celebrating Shabbat. Celebrating Hanukkah. And he would have to go. He had a bar mitzvah when he was 13. And they had to read out of the Hebrew. With, Torah. Yeah, the Torah. And so, like, I actually, I have a Hebrew name. And it's Yakira. Yakira Mendel. And I have no idea what it means. Because I've looked up Ivana. I've looked okay. up Keely, Yakira. And I've looked up Mendel. And one of them means God, beauty, uh, as, like, queen. There's all these different things. I just can't remember which one was which. Oh, wow. But, yeah, so I... Uh, I have that side for my dad. And then surprisingly enough, which I don't look anything like it, but my mother's side of the family, she they're from Mississippi, and they're actually full-blooded Indian. And I can't remember if it's oh, well. Choctaw, Chickasaw. Uh, I cannot remember what, what side, but my grandfather, uh, his uh, last name was Bynum, and there is actually on the Natchez Trace, there's a Bynum run or bynum mound so there's a whole tribe called bynums and my so my grandfather's mother was full-blooded indian so during the summer i get really dark that's the only thing that looks uh native american on me but the rest of it's just from the outer uh appearance i'd look like i'm from russia or germany or somewhere over there but yeah it's very interesting with a you know heritage and trying to figure out where you came Mm -hmm. from and it makes you feel like you're a part of something so yeah. I definitely understand that. But um, I don't know how long we've been on the air. Uh, 51 minutes. And you were worried about what are you going to talk about. I know. That's crazy. So I really appreciate you coming on. And I would love for us to talk some more. Maybe you come on another time to talk about your, you know, give an update on what you're doing with the, the pots. And uh, anything else you plan on talking about or future endeavors, whatever it is, you're more than welcome to come back. And I hope maybe you or your daughter can uh, become members of Sippy Girls or part of the organization a little bit more. We do have a TV show that we're uh, starting to film for, and we'll be on the Pursuit Channel in August. So that would be something that I would love for you guys maybe to be a part of. But uh, either way, you're more than welcome to come back, and we really appreciate you being on the air with us. That's awesome. If you have anything to say to the audience before we leave. No, thank y'all for tuning in. And if anybody needs me to sell a used car for them, you know, call me. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Well, until next time, everybody be safe on the roadway and take care.